son, where'd you find this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the How to Malay podcast, the podcast about being Malay from Malays who come from different countries. I'm Kamal Hazing and I am from Singapore. I'm Muzaki Zainal and I am from Malaysia. If you're listening to this podcast and like, eh, hey, why is the audio clear as fuck though? It's because I'm in KL, baby! Also, you got new gear. Y- yes, but I can't... Even if I had this gear and we were recording on Zoom, it wouldn't be as clear. I don't know about that, man. I will use this mic for the recordings through Zoom, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, w- w- but your recording will still be through the meeting. Like, yes, you know? I I feel like you can you can weigh in on this, listener, if you agree. I feel like my end of the audio voice is always a little bit better than Kam's. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> is it? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like. But oh yeah, it would be better in the first few recordings because we I used to clean up my audio before sending it to you. Ah yeah, and then after that, no one cares. After that, you know, it was a more streamlined process when yes. you take it. But so, the yeah. more, the more, the, but the hi- the highlight here is the with the, bur- the lead we're burying here is that Kam is here in Malaysia. Yeah, in yeah. This is uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. We're gonna post this on a Monday or yeah. a Tuesday as usual. This is, this is why the last episode last week was not was an empty one. No, you were sick. What was Did that? You why? say you were ill. Or you need to catch up it? on sleep, one of those. Yes, I need to catch up on sleep. It's not, I wasn't sick. I just needed sleep. Oh, you need yeah, sleep. yeah, because I, I, I don't know if I overbooked. I booked myself properly. It's just that I would say y- the way that you would ask me. Here's the thing. I like things being being like scheduled ahead of time. Yes. That's how I do other the things. Okay. Cameron's idea of ahead of time is six hours before the recording. <laughs> He'll message me at two in the morning. Hey, can you can you record no, okay. tomorrow? It's already tomorrow. The hell are you talking I know, about? I get it. I get it. I will <laughs> on a, I, in my mind it's like Sunday night, but it's actually Monday morning. Yeah. And, and like, hey man, you're free at three PM to record. A couple of days ahead would be great. You know? Just just for logistics. Just, because we're just used we know like part of it is like semi schedule that it's always on a Monday afternoon. You gotta let me know. But I guess bro. I gotta confirm now. You always have time. to confirm. Do I? Yeah, you always Damn. have to ask. And then and, and you always have asked. Uh, yeah, which just, is just it that just it keeps getting later and later <laughs> until now that when you have plans like like traveling here, you know, the things can get a little fucky. But we're here now. And yeah. that's what matters. And we're yeah. here for you, dear listener. Thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh but the weird thing I got KL on the Thursday, right? I, I got on a bus, which you seem to dislike. I I mean, you hate the fact that I took a bus here, and I don't hate that you take it. I just don't understand why you prefer it over flying. I think we talked about this before. Like, I, if it was up to me, I would travel anywhere by flight. I don't yeah. want to get on a bus and you know, with the filth, <laughs> <laughs> with the commoners, the common folks. No, no, with you know, like the 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 time that it takes to travel, I can't deal. Dude. It's six hours of. My butt vibrating and then yeah. I can't read things because I, I, I get took, dizzy. The bus moved at 8 a.m. and I got to KL at 2 p.m. 1, 1, 2 p.m. around there. I can't deal with that. Th- that little time dilation thing, I can't do it, bro. We so have you'd rather like, take a flight at like noon and reach Singapore at 2 p.m.? Yeah, dude. So you get an extra couple hours of sleep. So I have more time to do what I actually want to do instead of sitting and waiting for something to happen. I don't like the idea of sitting and waiting. I, I, I feel like my time is pretty expensive. Ah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you've ever picked this up from yes. knowing me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the time I wasted, I would have made been able to make back the money I spent mm. to make it short. The so. fact that I get two hours of your time every week is a miracle, right? By yeah. Compared to everyone else who has to pay out through the nose, bro. <laughs> you <laughs> see, listeners, you don't know how lucky you are. To be given two hours of Moses' time every week. Yo, they know because I haven't been uploading uploading on my other podcast. <laughs> so they know how much, you know, how much value I give to my time. I've been a little busy, a lot busy actually. Other uh, because my buddies who are doing solo shows are are are, are getting into the staging process. Right. So now, you know, they all call me up for to to help with their material and stuff. So we're nearing the end of the year. A lot of people want to do 
you know our yeah, shows our and shows. I've been helping them out a lot and also I'm getting back on the radio again I'm writing for both did I tell the online already who I'm writing for I think only the radio gig initially with Douglas yeah I'm also writing for Nabil right now ah. uh, for his era uh, thing He's Nabil is now on era and I'm also writing for Douglas on Fly. So how many more radio stations do you need to write for before you complete the whole... I don't know. The whole <laughs> gamut, bro. Until I get enough money so, <laughs> so that I can... So you're on Hits and you're on Era. I'm so on you Fly and I'm on Era. Oh, so I'm on Media Prima and Astro, bro. Oh, that means I'm man. playing both sides. That means I always win. <laughs> yeah. But no, you still have you know, what's the... What? The Islamic radio station. Oh, I came. I gotta go to I came to do yeah, some, bro, do that some shit. Islamic stuff. Drama with jokes, bro. Go to Mole to do the Utara to the Patatimo people. Complete the whole thing. Uh, run, run this shit. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of work, and I'm doing this so that I can have enough funds so I can go back to, you know, not doing any of this shit. To do to delivering stuff that I know, like the the my actual bosses are people who support me, and it's not just the people who pay me money through the radio or whatever how do I say this like my bosses are not Media Prima or Astro my yeah boss, it's the people who yeah it's directly the directly people it's people. Nabil who appreciates my work it's Douglas who knows and appreciates my work it is you listener who support me on Patreon and who comes to my live shows so I need to be able to do work that you guys can support monetarily the more people support me that way directly the better yeah. and freer I can be to do what I want to do so the reason I'm taking these jobs is so that I can get enough money to say fuck you to these regular gigs I need to earn enough money so I can not earn that much money you so you mean? don't have to go out and earn that much money anymore yeah so I can go back to doing you know pe- people on Patreon know like the yeah. weekly nonsense and then the regular shows that, are, that we do on stage Listen, like, he just wants to do improv and has ni- and like have nice cheese <laughs> in his fridge that's almost once I don't even do the cheese anymore I'm like <laughs> that's how that's how the, the, the situation has been like I'm now You're on the American slice? Not no? even. I don't even, even do cheese anymore. Cheese oh. doesn't live in my fridge anymore, bro. It's 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 like that now. Oh damn. It's like that. Like... I'm eating apples now instead of oranges. <laughs> I'm, 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 Is apples cheaper than oranges? It's a little bit cheaper. A little bit. <laughs> a little cheaper. Uh I might go to banana soon, but I don't want to Banana's get, the best though. I can't you get it. You can buy it by by the one. <laughs> what do you call it? You said by by singular by the by each. By the each. Yeah. Is <laughs> we can't do bananas. Yeah, bananas might be easier to consume and stuff, but they they die quickly. I don't want to get into that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for supporting. I'll get back to regular nonsense soon. But that, I have been I have been pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, like even <laughs> yesterday. Okay, you know I complain about like Malaysia. Like when we talk on online to each other, and I'm yeah. like. It doesn't hit me whenever like Malaysian stuff or I make fun of Malaysian things like the day-to-day things. Uh, Till the past two days where I'm like going through all this shit about no about there don't being no like pathways to walk. Yeah, no, no pedestrian walkways. Not enough of them. And I swear, there's a bus stop. Yeah. Near my hotel. Yes. I s- I think the whole time I've said I've not seen a single bus. No. Because it's so irregular. Uh, here's, here's the thing. You think the bus stop is. For buses to stop. Yeah. That's not what it is. The function of bus stop in Malaysia is for you to, after you, you're tired of walking, yeah. you sit there in the shade for a bit. No, okay. The best <laughs> thing about the bus stop around near my hotel is the bus stop itself, people used to park. Yeah. So if there is a bus, they have to be outside of yep. the lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people have to board it in the middle of the road. I mean, <laughs> the, what they're telling you is you need to drive to the bus stop to wait and then you get out of your car, get, get into the bus so that you save da. money. I did do that yesterday though. I did the whole like park and ride thing you talked about. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yesterday, me and Pro- uh, Prakash, our friend Prakash Daniel, we headed to KL itself, the uh-huh. middle of KL. And he was like, I don't want to drive on a fr- like Friday traffic. Yeah. Right? So he parked the car right nearby TTDI station. We yes. took the train into KL. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is what I've been talking about the whole time. Yeah, the park and ride thing where you drive to the. Yeah, the- I mean, low key, I don't know why not no many people take the train. It's nice. It's not bad. It's really like it's a really like clean train. The train is nice. The station is nice. The thing that happens the 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 travel in between your house to the train the, to the station. Sorry, the, your house to the station. That's the bullshit. Ah, you can't get there easily, and then. Uh, oh yeah, I mean to be fair, even the TTI station is not by a lot of residential areas. It is literally yeah. the market. You area. don't think that's weird? 
how do you even get there then if you don't live in the market literally? Yeah, it's like you have to live in a wet, like a shop house in order to yeah. reach the train. And this is this that's part of it. It's kind of accessible, but not really. So it's a little awkward. That's why people don't use it. It's not that it's not that is 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 the the places themselves themselves aren't good. It's just the infrastructure around it. Like if you want people to use public transportation, you can't just make the station and the transportation good. You also have to make everything else make sense accessible, around it. Yeah, yeah. like. In Singapore, like you know what I mean? Like the train station is by residential areas yeah. or big malls. Uh-huh. Right? But even the malls are near residential areas because that's who they're serving. I mean everything's near each other. You're in one island. How do I <laughs> To be fair, like Yeah, I mean if you you're in no Jurong, choice. but no, it's not that far away. Yeah, you have no choice. Yeah. Have <laughs> you tried to go from KLCC to Klang Road? That's way further. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's wow. a bitch and a half. So over here, that's why yeah, it's, it's not built towards uh, uh, pedestrian even if they build towards public transportation the thinking is okay make the public transportation good make the parking good but nobody thinks about the pedestrians yeah. how do we make the walkways good how do we make the walkways safe well lit so everybody can go at any time uh, but no it's poorly maintained not, that doesn't even exist even for me when I'm here I'm like okay if I have to go somewhere I'll grab here in Malaysia right Yeah. and then a part of me, I should take the train. So the only way I could get to the train station is to grab to yeah. the train station. Dumb. And if I'm already doing that, I might as well grab to the place I'm going right. already. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> so the park and ride thing you did on the Friday? Yes. Because I was with an actual Malaysian who had a car, so he had to park mm-hmm. somewhere. Because like, Friday traffic, no. I forgot. Yeah. I, like, I, yes, I've, I've like heard Malaysians complain about traffic, but until I'm here... I just forgot how yeah. bad it is. Now, now, now you are reminded yes. of the Friday traffic. So we were speaking of Friday and Grab. This recent Friday, the Friday, the most recent Friday that we were, we were recording this, uh, I forgot what the date would be. What was it? Uh, August 5th. August 5th was the Grab Blackout. Yes, Grab Blackout. They went on a, the, I mean the food, del- specifically the food riders. Yes, the food delivery food, riders food for Grab. Riders. They, did a, they, they were on strike, so no riders were available throughout the whole day. And they were a lot of the writers went to the headquarters to like protest. This is because of how much they are being underpaid for the service that they're doing. Yeah, so. but even though there was a blackout, uh, I want to thank you to the grab writer who did deliver my food. Uh, what? I, I got food. You still bro. got food. I got food. You know how I ordered? Like, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know there was a blackout okay. until I met Malaysians who were like, hey, do you hear about the grab? Because I was like, uh, Friday, I, nah, I got grab food delivered to my hotel. It was great. They delivered it. Of course. So I don't know You helped out a scab I didn't know <laughs> I, mean, I was Because in Singapore This is what you do To order You just order grab I, I understand But maybe Singaporean Grab delivery riders Are paid a better share Or whatever because I think dollar for dollar Is the same It's just that Five ringgit Is really nothing In Malaysia yeah, We can't do fuck Yeah, But five dollars Per delivery Is somewhat okay Right Yeah. yeah. Here Nah It's not the vibe So, so they're protesting they, they And want. I like how like the, I brought up I, I pulled up a news article For the strike Right yeah, yeah. And they did have to put in The conversion to Singapore dollars yeah. So that Singaporeans Who read it Will understand uh, uh-huh. The pain yeah. Of them earning A five dollar uh, Delivery uh, Doing delivery And earning five dollars In Singapore That same uh, Delivery uh, Will get you one ringgit and a half. Yes. In Malaysia, technically. But it's also kind of... In Singapore, <clears throat> it, you don't... Everything's kind of near each other enough mm. to where the delivery isn't much of a hassle. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, the, 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 the payment you get is somewhat fair. I guess, like... You're really paying for the convenience of somebody else doing the transaction. Yes. But over here, you're paying for the transaction, the traffic, the weather... The trying to find where your house is because you know mm. the toll are, maybe I don't know hard, yeah the toll and it's not it's not uh, easily it's not it's not like a simple a simple process. There's also like because of the density of of customers like in Singapore, everybody can be a Grab customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every and everybody can be a Grab. Like I've had so many different people deliver Grab to me. Yeah, even people in cars deliver Grab food. Over here, that happens as well. Yeah, so it's kind of like... Yeah, what I'm going to say was like, there's areas... In Singapore, there's every few blocks is a business area and a, and a, a place that uh, delivers food and then residences, right? Yeah. It's very dense. Meaning, wherever you drive in your in your Grab, you'll be able to get business. Uh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. But in, in here, even in like, even as narrow of an area as, as, as uh, KL... There'll be places near the outside where there's not a lot of places. There'll be... There's Grab drivers in Perlis. 
You know what I mean? Where there's yeah. where, like two KFCs or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm just thinking of Malaysia as well. Like, let's say you are in yeah, Perlis, Terengganu. Yeah. On the Taiping. The Grab app works. There's Grab deliveries riders there. But then when they go to some place, they can't go back because there's no, there's nobody Delivery. ordering anything. There's, and then maybe there. there's no food places there for them to deliver back to that side. Yeah. Even if you have ever, if you've ever, Singaporeans, if you're listening, if you've ever traveled to, to KL, you will know KLIA is like a weird place. Yes. But if you're in KLIA, nothing in, around it is anything. It's like, like it's KLIA and then you, Take a half a minute drive and it's all bubby. It's yeah. all monkeys. It's like they're not like it's almost they're not confident in the in the in the pilots to not hit something, so they have I to mean, set the airport so far away. They're trying to be safe. <laughs> it's just a safety thing, but also you know there's the noise complaints and whatever the height limitations. We build we're building skyscrapers over yeah. here, bro. We can have a, we can have a, have planes drive willy nilly over here. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so they have, in Malaysia they have to, they will account for that, and and if they're getting fucked over, that's a, that's a problem. And Grab has to, as a company that is you know all everywhere, global, Southeast Asia, punya market. Y'all got to figure out how to make it fair for the workers, you know. Yeah, because I guess Singapore it makes sense for for especially the Grab delivery food delivery guys, because mm-hmm. everywhere is something to buy and deliver to. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean, so everything's I mean, that accessible where like it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But if you're in the middle of like. Bumfuck Kelantan yep. I don't know I don't know an, a, ta- a town in Kelantan To call it uh, yeah, Apologies Yeah Bumfuck Bumi Fakroh Yeah in Kelantan Yeah we, places where it's Like food desert maybe The only thing yeah. there is Like a Malay guy Selling satay by the street Yeah and then you bring that satay To someone's house And from that house There's nowhere else for you to go To get a business You just have yeah. to go back to the you're burning your fuel and whatever, and this is why, like, for every transaction I try to make, I I make using Grab, which is usually not a lot. When I do, I try to tip it just to, mm. you know, just to round out my my order, uh, my order yeah. put your numbers. It's like forty three. I make it to make it a fifty. So I pay the guy, and sometimes I, I wanna if I you know get yeah, actually I do that too. If I get some extra payday, I will choose a cash option. So so the dude get some extra cash because if you're if you're using Grab, you do have to. I recommend all of you just to tip them and remember that ordering something via Grab is more of a luxury than you think. Don't assume that it's a service, I'll pay the minimum. That's really not fair for the work they do because these, remember, these are the essential workers. These are the people who send you your hand sanitizers, who sent you your COVID test kit back when you can't leave the house. Yeah. These are our first responders. These are the people who are braving the the toxic, poisonous air. My God, Grab for, was for the only benefit. reason I didn't have to eat my mom's food every day during the pandemic. You thought you like your mom's food. I do, but like I don't want to eat every day. You've been. I mean, yeah, not now. Like I don't. <laughs> like I have. I've developed tastes, Moose. I just. I don't want a constant taste of santan tell of me, food. Tell, tell me what it is. Is it that you ordered and brought it to your house recently that you like? I don't want to eat my mom's food. I want to eat this. What is it? Uh, what like uh, like a American style cheeseburger. You know what I mean? Like greasy cheeseburger. You listening how he says American style? American style, but not not Ramly. <laughs> Now this Ramli shit, okay? If I want, my mom can make Ramli, I think. I have made a Ramli burger, so I don't think the barrier to entry to making Ramli burgers is that high. My mom can make Ramli, I think. You're not even sure if your mom can make Ramli I don't know her skill with the egg. I did it once, so I know the skill with the egg. (laughs) I've done it before. But there's no Ramli burgers. You you, you use the scooper thing as like a compass. Then you do rotate one yeah, whole circle. Yeah, yeah, I've do. done that shit before. You do need to have I the I saw Ramli Burger at Masjid Akaf Kampung Melayu yep. at their open house. Yeah. And uh, you decided to go with the American Yeah. Style, I, like the, the smashed kind of patties. Oh, I love you. You race traitor. It is a man. You know how Ramli Burger... I thought Ramli Burgers were illegal in Singapore. They, so they have fake Ramli Burgers. What? Ramli with two E's. Oh, I think we talk, did we talk about this? <laughs> the, the Ramli, like these two names, like Chinese guy. Ramli. <laughs> I don't know why, Ramli. Ramli, okay. Ram. No, it's, it's Ramli, but I think it's like a Singapore subsidiary. Like it's the actual brand, but they, they cannot use the same uh, like ingredients as they do in Malaysia. Cause why? It's, like in Singapore, made it illegal for you to why? bring in Malaysian, like there's not approved Singapore suppliers. Lame. Like the meat from countries that Singapore doesn't approve, like the HSA, the Health Science Authority. No. Yeah, because you use some funky ass meat, bro. Yeah, we have th- th- we do put this thing in our in our beef that Singaporeans don't put uh, quality. <laughs> <laughs> we got all of that. 
You got flavor with fam. If we got health and safety standards to meet. Health, you we ever eat something and you're like, hmm, the health and safety standards so good. No, no never. Oh, yeah, I know, I you know. Eat it because of the flavors and the yes. buttery goodness of I a get that. of a food that's made, you know, just purpose built to make you fat mm. and and lazy and and soak up all the evils of the day. Listen, man, some of the meat y'all don't know wasn't even halal in the first place. So and how? It's the tangong, bro. The tangong <laughs> means somebody, yeah. okay. somebody else going to hell. <laughs> That's the tangong means. Do you think people like figured out and still bought? Because like, it needs to set up skit, right? Let's buy extra. Because like, <laughs> the dosa in mine, bruh. I, I love for halal because it tastes a little bit like pork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact and reminder, there was the the warehouse, warehouse in Skudai, Johor or something, where uh, they've been trafficking non-halal meat and 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 stamping it with the halal logo for 40 years without getting caught 40 years uh, guys <laughs> yeah. this news came out long ago it I think was it, 40 years that means like I wasn't even born yet this shit was already going yeah, down yeah when you were when you and your family came here and your dad's like we should eat in Malaysia the, all everything because everything's halal yeah you, like your my, dad got fucked yeah, yeah he went like my dad always like Malaysia is easier to buy was was can just buy like don't yeah. be wary of anything nah. everything's halal the whole well, time not the whole time or the whole time <sighs> The whole time you'll be eating beef with syphilis or like some meth addicted. Yeah, veal. unbeknownst to my dad, the whole time me buying a halal certified thing from Seven Eleven was actually more halal than his halal <laughs> certification food from yeah. Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, the Singapore halal uh, uh, authority <laughs> thing, yeah. more more in better standing than 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 Jake. But they say they tangkong, so they tangkong. Yeah, so they yeah. So whatever whatever it is, yeah, we're we're free, we're scot free. You yeah. go into the gates of hell, they're like, nah, see this? See, see, see. Uh, they, they, Jack and Fliss. Yes, they yeah, did it. That's that shit. So, so that act of heresy. It's on their tab. The, <laughs> the, 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 Yo, the, check the, out the signature. The sin tab is on yeah, them, bro. I'm paying this shit. Bro, that's not me. There's uh, the... And then this, this kind of crime against the religion, of course... Uh, didn't even really make a splash. I feel like everybody who worked on Jakim over there is still there. Still there. And uh, Jakim you know, still be Jakimin, bro. Nobody, I don't think people threw paint at this Kudai warehouse <laughs> or asked for things to <laughs> oh, be closed yeah, down. Oh yeah, bro. What the fuck, bro? Yeah, you do that. That is more anti-Islam. Well, yes. Than any joke that has been said yes. on a stage. Gross. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. They and made you consume the one thing you're not supposed to consume, eh? And you're not mad? No. God damn. Because, you know, the machine is about narrative. It's not really about facts. Yeah, it's not nice. Shout out to the Muslim people mm-hmm. who are trying to keep it down. Uh, trying to hold it down. And, you know, trying where, to be good Where Muslims. are all the fucking Mark Kilauflers? Oh, over this thing? Yes. No, they got paid. They got. Oh, they, they were the ones that kena. They were the ones that made people do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, you know, it's not a good time. To, to Did that movie reach 100 million yet? Not sure. 90 no? million. I don't know, yeah. but like, they, I, that was a good movie. They're going to greenlight sequel, Mark Kilau 2. Kilo kilo. Kilo kilo. Kilo tu. Kilo kilo. Yo, okay. Yeah, the worst yeah. part like this attention to uh, like, since we're talking about movies. So yeah. uh, recently, uh, I was in Singapore. Prakash came to Singapore to perform. Yeah. And then this we over this weekend, uh, Kevin is yeah. in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing both of them did was watch Thor. Makes sense. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. This is why I I didn't like, I think to them they didn't even care that they got paid for the gig or not. They just wanted a free trip to Singapore so they can watch. Talk. That's that Disney marketing money, bro. I can't, I can't, I can't lie. I'm also pulled into the Marvel machine. Yeah. You know, at this point, it feels. So you like haven't watched Thor, right? How am I supposed to be able to watch it? Isn't that you? Need, you want a VPN to my Disney account? Oh yeah. No, but, but then I have to wait for you to. I mean, but by then it will be. I think it will be out on Disney Hotstar. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah wait, yeah. wait. You can watch it on Disney Plus. No, no, you can. can. No, you you can. have to go to the cinema yeah, in Singapore because it's open. Yeah, yeah, because uh, by this point, watching a Marvel movie is like a chore. It's because it's like part 78 of a 100 mm. episode yeah. series, technically. So, but I don't mind like waiting. Oh, but yeah, the no recent problem. like comic, like Black uh, Wakanda Forever is going to be out. The uh-huh. next one. There's the next Marvel yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I can't wait. That is the Black People's Mat Kilau. <laughs> and I get it, bro. I get it. That's why they're. <laughs> I'm there for, I'm here for like uh, Namor. Because basically, Wakanda Forever is uh, Allah Akbar. <laughs> it's, you know, it's the, the thing that they do to unity and shit. 
I guess technically. <laughs> oh my god! You know, okay, not okay. Maybe not Allah wakbar because that's like Islamic terms, so everyone can use it. It's mm. more of he don't lie you. Yeah, yeah, he don't yeah, lie you. Yeah. you. Yeah. Wakanda forever is the same. Maki, so the few, the sequel, uh, Makilau he don't lie you. Makilau he yeah, don't yeah, lie you. That's the, that's the next one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah, the yeah the the, the trailer is out for Wakanda forever. Cannot wait for that. I really like it. I like uh, Namor. Namor is my guy. He's one of my two guys. He's a orang laut, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Namor is basically orang laut. Correct lah. Boogies. Boogies. The pirates. Yeah, yeah, These are the people. You know? Uh, he's, he's coming in. He's a, he's a half-half. Half-Malay. Half-Malay, half-fish. Half-fish. <laughs> <laughs> he's both. Half-Malay, half-fish. Yeah. No, but, uh, so, that's, so, yeah. So, thank you for participating in the blackout if you did. If you didn't, the future, the next time in the future, you you buy anything via Grab, uh, support people, you know. Tip them directly. Just yeah, if you're out. Singaporean and you think Grab is a is, is a good service, uh, remember that it started out as uh, my taxi in Malaysia and it's yes. a Malaysian invention. But you guys took the ball and roll with it. You yeah. guys, you guys gave them the better funding. We yeah. could not sustain a, a machine that this. No, big. that's why they got pissed. The owners were like, that's why they screwed over Malaysians. Why screw over Malaysians? We didn't do shit. Because Malaysia didn't support my taxi. All they wanted to do was my taxi to succeed. We did support. You know why? What happened? They didn't. They didn't get any of the the government funding. No, yeah. any of the uh, uh, monarchs or the big boys to play ball. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's my, yeah that's my best guess. Because how is it that you can succeed monetarily here, but you can in Singapore? What's the difference? When you say you got money, man? Ah. You know what I mean? You do. But then my taxi, because like the word taxi, I guess, for the monarchs are like, I need to all around biasa. We changed it to Grab lah by then. This already became Grab. I think we're oh, looking right. for a pay funding. Yeah, because I know rich motherfuckers use Grab Premium, bro. What's Grab Premium? That's the the option that you never go to. It's you have to scroll down when you order a Grab car. Yeah, I don't even so do a Grab car. Yeah, a Grab car, and then there's Grab Premium where it's premium cars will pick you up. There is Ooh, so uh, here, wait. bro. There is. Have you never used? Gra- there is Grab, uh, Grab, no, like Grab Premium. No. So there is the premium cars. So like maybe like a BM will pick you up or like a Valfire will pick you up. If you have like a BMW, why are you doing Grab, right? Yeah, if you have a BMW, <laughs> sir, sir. You, <laughs> sir, if you have it's a always better to earn some side income. It's always like, even how, no matter how rich you are. I'm not gonna get into a BMW to drive me anywhere, bro. The driver of the BMW is is gonna be a problem because he's gonna drive for whatever distance that it takes in the BMW, and uh. he's gonna see me, me with my slippers and my you know torn shirt. It's a, I, that's the vibe. And then and then you know I put my backpack, uh, I throw my backpack in the back. And he'll be like, what do you do? I'm like, I tell jokes. And then, and then you know what I mean? And then he'll be just on the drive, just quietly okay. gripping harder. He'll, he'll be that, that shot in why Parasite. Am I, why am I driving? He'll be that shot in Parasite, where the driver is like, <laughs> <laughs> where the driver is like, making a face and the, the person in the back is like, oh, it's raining. It's going to be nice. You know what I mean? That's kind of, I can't, I can't do, I can't walk into an episode of Parasite. Everyone without like subconsciously, you kind of want to feel that the person driving you is poorer than you. No, what? Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, what I mean is the guy has a BMW. If he's resorting to grab, he has other problems to settle. Maybe figure out the corporate merger is going to work out or not. Maybe <laughs> put your investments in a row. Maybe forgive your wife. You know what I mean? Instead of divorcing her and letting her take half your yeah, money, man. maybe figure that shit out instead yeah, of yeah. straight away going to, to, to grab. Like a guy in a BMW whose house is, you know, at like Damansara Heights or some shit. Monkiara. Monkiara. Yeah. Then they have to send someone to Shalam. You know what I mean? Like, why am I driving? Like, why am I driving through this neighborhood right now? Yeah, yeah. No, you can't. If you have, if you, I, I kind of want to know who actually is, who actually does this grab, grab uh, car. Uh, do, do, those who order the grab or no, no, no. Drive? Those who actually offer it. Because who are these people? I don't know. There's no way they own the car and that the car. It, is no, nice. it could be the drivers of rich people who huh. are on break because their or their owners are partying or So your 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 assumption is the driver gets to use the car however yeah. they want. Just like on the on the down low, <laughs> you know, on the DL. It's just a whole fleet of people who are like chuli tulang from the actual job. So in the middle of this guy driving me to the airport, he can get a call mm. from the Sultan of Perak. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey yo, I need my car right oh, now. Yeah. He's like, listen, I'm gonna make a stop real quick. What's up? What's up? He does a U-turn. I miss my flight. And it's my fault. <laughs> Some bullshit. No. Oh, I don't know. They're trying to pay off for the car, I guess. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only other reason Be I can think of. I don't think. <laughs> You're trying to pay off for the car. The, right? There's also there's also like this. I saw this on on Reddit. This is the Uber helicopter. 
Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same deal. It's like you have a helicopter, but also let me just drive this Uber. <laughs> As an Uber, like who are you gonna pick up? I don't know. Who I know who are you? As a person who yet yeah, one owns a pilot license, mm. two has a helicopter you can drive anywhere he wants, and three, all right, okay, I'll pick this guy where and I'm gonna wait. Yeah, let me see. Ini jalan manggis. Jalan manggis di depan tu ni. Kat depan ni ada maksimum depan ni. Pakai ni ya. Jangan lupa pakai helmet. Jangan lupa 5 star. Jangan lupa 5 star. And you drop down the rope ladder. And you have to climb down. Fucking bullshit. Kalau boleh tip ada eh. Let's looking down outside. Jangan lupa 5 star. Kalau boleh tip. 5 star. Tragic. It's wild lah. Shout out to Grab. Yeah, man, but you know. What else happened this week? This week there was a your 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 favorite people, uh, the police. Fuck. <laughs> uh, we caught being you know owning troll farms in Malaysia. Aye. Bro, okay. That shit wild. Yeah, I saw this news. This is a PDRM PDRM police division Malaysia, aka Royal, uh, police force, police force in Malaysia have been they, the Meta, which is the company that owns Facebook. They did like a audit or something. And they found like hundreds of accounts that are linked to cyber trooper activities, and and these accounts are like owned by or operated by or have a link to the royal police force, and this is true. We we know this for a while. If you're on Twitter, you know this. Yeah. Whenever there's a big news and it's and the people are supporting the other side of the argument, a bunch of those are cyber troopers, and you know they call it this cytro cyber troopers, and there is always you know. Hamid number name you know what I mean <laughs> Where the, the name is just whatever number number and no followers or following two people and then it's a bunch of tweets attacking somebody and saying the same script yeah not the first fuck up by the way uh, of, what of, else of, of the, the online thing you remember the MCMC situation where the MCMC which is the which is the Ministry of Communication yeah me, me, uh, media and communication uh, remember that remember media communication they have a Twitter account and their Twitter account turns out is a t- Twitter account they bought from some rumpit kid. Oh, I you remember this? Yeah, you they might bought, have talk, they yeah. bought a good account. Yeah, you like might they had a couple of followers. Yeah, so this account has like thousands, hundred thousand followers, and and we people are quoting and retweeting the old uh, tweets from this account that was like rumpit style, yeah. you know, Bobby and Kotoya, Jenny, some some rumpit shit. And just retweeting it because it's true. And people has and this MCMC is lying to people, saying this is somebody hacked them, which is not true. Yeah. What has happened is they bought or they they delegated somebody to buy an account that already has followers. And this account is a as a kid talking shit. You, as a kid, you can talk shit. But then when you, when you buy an account, you you clean lah. I feel like we talked about this before. Yeah. And so if they are this is they are this cavalier about lying to the people about what what a ministry does, imagine a whole group of people who have guns. You yeah. don't think they're gonna bully you and like try to shut you down about things? Of course, there's a whole cyber trooper. Only group uh, allowed to legally own guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody here, I don't think, has has has. No even they have to resort to being a keyboard like warrior class. Even if when do or they have hire class. somebody to do yeah. that, yeah, because you 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 gotta win the court of public opinion. And yeah. when, when when the cops do way too much bullshit and people have way too many you know too much free time and and free cell phones in their hands. You're gonna catch a lot of police doing bullshit, ah, yeah. and they want to control the narrative by saying no. Oh, and also with police. all the like what devs in jail, and all that, they yeah, yeah. yeah, they would yeah, use yeah. the troll troll farm to just be on their side. Yeah, which ah, is uh, Rizman, a friend of ours, had this perspective where he was saying, "Oh, hey, it turns out maybe we don't hate each other. Maybe it costs money to actually manufacture this kind of hate." And I would like to think that that's real. I hope that's the case because every time I talk to a person, it's all. Chill, chill, yeah. But whenever I see things online, like why you guys with so much venom, so much toxicity in your voice? Ah, uh, maybe ah, uh, oh shit, maybe it is all this troll. Yeah, and also maybe you know, everyone Jakim has their own troll farm. Very maybe. likely, they just all you know, the tong tong ah. But then PDRM is the one with, with the most money to yeah. in the pot. So it's like, okay, can you can you help us talk about talk good about this situation? Sway conversation towards mm-hmm. our thing. Uh, but yeah, man, this just goes to show you how important the f- conversation on the internet is. Yeah. But even more importantly, important is for you to be able to choose the right people to listen to and 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 and, and um, pay attention to on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta yeah, make yeah. sure your feed is right. You don't you don't uh, want to. Who I'm interested in is like these troll farms, a uh, troll farm account. So let's say you're like Hamid six four six five. Yeah. Right. This account. And sometimes these kind of bot troll bot accounts have followers yeah. who are actual people. 
Yeah. So I want to know who like who's the actual <laughs> person that isn't like doesn't know that this is a troll account and I, follows it for updates. I don't know. That means they're also bots, huh? <laughs> Maybe just not. No. Bots follow There's bound to be at least one like one one follower just like hmm. This guy made some good points. <laughs> PDRM is the best. Let me <laughs> follow for updates. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's not beyond the realm of possibility. But like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take care of your feed. You gotta make sure that if you see some some things that's so easy, so easy to hate, mm. be measured about it. <clears throat> like recently, uh, um, I tweeted a thing uh, where I was calling out somebody, not calling out, I'm reminding somebody that this person who. How eh? Okay, there's Tweet Jodo in Malaysia. Tweet, oh yeah, oh, I don't, actually I want to talk about it also. Oh, really? Tweet Jodo, Joho, okay. or MY or something. Joho. Okay, Tweet Joho, Tweet Jodo, yeah. MY. So people ah, wanting it. to try their luck on getting a relationship, so they post their bio data. I read it just for fun. Like, I'll enjoy All right, it. we'll get to into I that. I love it. We'll I get love to it. that. All these desperate oh, motherfuckers. Okay, okay, maybe you talk about it. What is it? Okay. You're like, you think these people are desperate, sad I, you know, people? It seems like, because everyone... Tweets at Tweet Jodo yeah. with the thing where like uh, I'm tired of dating. This right. is my last chance. Yeah. Let me just throw this out. <laughs> it's not like they're like, hey man, like I'm yeah. I'm open to anything. Please, it's not. It's just like I'm done with the dating world. Fuck everyone. <laughs> but I need someone, you know. Right. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. my what I like, what I don't like in people. Yeah, they do. They do say that, and they 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 the wording does seem like. You know, let's just give it a try. You know what it is? I feel like this hedging because they know that this is not something people used to do. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, is there's no shame in people's... In, right now, there is no shame in you saying you have an online dating account. Yeah, no yeah shame. no shame. Yeah. But before, back yeah, when this was shame. new, it was a little weird. You meet people over the email, the fuck is wrong with you? Because even, okay, as stand-ups, like, you kind of notice, what, there, there used to be, whenever you say someone meet and then you say Tinder, yeah. it is a joke. Used to be, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's normal. Tinder. Now it's normal or the it's people fine. that laugh are old fuckers who don't know that Tinder yeah. is okay now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the progress, right? So that's why I think people mm. use that, you know, sort of like self-deprecating. Oh, I don't know where else to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right like, now. But eventually... Tak lah handsome macam mana. Yeah. Eventually, when Twitter figures out that they that they can do a Twitter dating feature, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then this feature won't be as embarrassing. But the thing that I want to talk about is like, you know, in relation to remembering remembering or like figuring out how to choose your feed and who to follow and whatever uh, in Tweet Jodo recently there's this guy posted about him wanting to Jodo and he, this particular guy is has a high profile he's a guy who reviews things uh, on YouTube I don't want to uh, over elaborate I don't want to give this guy too much I don't All know right. if I should review but he uses a Thor movie quote okay. in his thing and he reviews movies so if you know, you'll know. Okay. Uh, DM me if you want to know who it is. And then this guy, I know him. Uh, we worked together in a company before and he got fired for being creepy to girls mm. on on the phones. So okay. like he would, you know, SMS people until this person, the, until the person he harassed got like a mental breakdown. And so weird threats and like being creepy, creepy as fuck. All right. And so much, so, so much, so creepy that he had to be fired from his job. And this guy is on the news, like a regular front page of a news thing, because he's, oh, isn't he cute? He's looking for a partner. I'm like, okay, good for you, but I feel like y'all need to know that what this, this the real truth is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I did, I did quote tweet the guy and dunk on him, because that doesn't help anybody really. The dunking doesn't help. Yeah. But I do want to let people to know within my capacity. So I just tweeted it out. And then I said, hey, hopefully, you know, you'll figure this shit out because four years maybe is enough time for the guy to figure out what it is. Maybe he already released Change a statement or whatever. Or, yeah. Maybe maybe he's work, been working on himself a lot. I don't want to, you know, people are not black and white. I'm not here to dunk on people. I'm here to help people. Right. So if I tweet that and people read it and people can figure it out and it, and, and people spread it out so that uh, so that it becomes helpful, then good. I don't want I don't want it to be a dunking place, which is what Twitter you, uh, ends up. Being. Twitter ends up being uh, most of the time becoming a dunking place. Yeah, people bully other people. Like, look at this idiot, bah! and then do like a little joke at the expense of somebody else, which I've done. Yeah, it's fine. With two great numbers, yeah. but I don't feel good about it because like why? You don't want the stats though. You don't want the numbers. The numbers are good, but like why am I being mean to a person? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. what I mean? like like being mean is is closing your thinking. 
it, you are now narrowing your point of view and into a, like a nail and then you use that nail to like stab somebody. Mm. It's not helpful. You're not open. You're not being kind. You're not being generous. You're not being graceful. You're not allowing other people to grow. You're not allowing yourself to grow. You're you're narrowing down your point of view. Uh, so I don't I don't like that. So if you ever see accounts that are heavily like, you know, fuck the government or fuck this, fuck that shit. They, they might agree with your views and you might like that they're doing the dunking, but reconsider what you're using your feed for. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then you, somehow the way it works, the more you follow that, the more other people that do that are like linked to you. Yeah. In terms of like, because there's the whole like interests and everything, uh-huh. they will like promote other accounts or other tweets to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so now all I get is like wrestling and hot girls. Cause that's my that's all I do for Twitter: wrestling, hot girls, and football. And you don't get angry. You don't. Get I mean, you you know wrestling Twitter most. No, people I, get angry. I, I kind of don't, don't. Oh yeah, I'm people not, get angry yeah. or every, it's like everything. <laughs> everything on Twitter, people still get mad. How are you angry when there's hot girls on your feed? How are you angry specifically? No, me. I'm not. I'm not oh, angry. Okay. But like the hot girls part. Okay, the hot girls. I'll, I'll be honest. A lot of happy guys. Like oh my god, you're so beautiful. <laughs> no shit like that. Yeah, there's a lot of nice guys. Yeah, I bet. But the wrestling side, there's a lot of angry uh. people, lah. And then I start, uh. I like sometimes I follow a lot of Malaysians, so I follow like I get mo- 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 uh, like Malaysian politic news now on my Twitter feed. Yep. That sometimes I don't want because <laughs> like it's depressing as fuck sometimes. <laughs> Even though I'm not here and I'm depressed. You know <laughs> yeah. What I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you have a lot of friends here. <clears throat> yeah, I want I want life to be better for all of you, of course. But mm. you know, uh, but I don't think it because recently when uh there's news now that I read that uh. Singapore money changers are they don't want to sell ringgit because they lose money on it. What does that mean? Because they say they don't, they don't want to sell. So right now, the I, I, it's oh, so if you want to buy ringgit, you have to come here. Uh no, they don't. Yeah, so yeah, they don't want to because at this point, there's it's three point two three to one Singapore dollar. Right. Three point two three ringgit. When I changed a couple of days ago before I came here, I got like three point one seven, which is I was happy with. Yeah. Right, but you changed this uh, in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, I changed it in Singapore. Right. So I guess they reluctant to change because I uh, like they don't want to because it's so it's, it's not, too cheap. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's wow. like not beneficial for them, mm-hmm. I guess, to do it. Which I don't know. I feel bad for y'all <laughs> because now if y'all want to change money, no, just still. come here. Yeah, but no, the thing like I talked to Prakash about this. He yeah. he earned some Singapore dollars performing in Singapore. Yeah. And then he came back to Malaysia and I met him like, yeah, I forgot to change money in Singapore. Huh. And then he's like, because he doesn't want to change to ring it here because it's less. Because he would have gotten way more if he just changed in Singapore. Wait a minute. If he changes Singapore to ring it in Singapore, mm. he would get more ring it? Yeah, because they want to buy Singapore dollars in a way. like in a. So when I changed, it was 3.17. They want to buy. In no, no. So what I'm saying is the exchange rate would be better. Because huh. uh, in Singapore, let's say I change 3.17. Here, they might just make you change like a little like lesser than that so you won't get as big of a like a exchange rate like a better exchange rate in Malaysia hmm. that makes any sense uh, by how much a little not that's, a lot lah yeah that's why like how yeah. much money is like again you are more of the time guy like money is okay I get it but time is important yes so like if it takes like whatever just whatever rate you can give me now just change lah I don't yeah, care I buy time a lot yeah yeah, yeah so Whatever is whatever works. Like my parents would plan. Like they know. Like if they're coming to Malaysia, they know which malls in Singapore have the best money changes for which rate. This this I don't mind this part. It's just the idea of waiting to change to to change your currency until you cross the border or whatever the hell. Because money now is more valuable than money in the future. You know what I mean? When you have liquid money now and you can spend it, it's more valuable than. Oh, maybe future money will be more. Yeah, like future money. You ask future, future money. money is never guaranteed, I guess. That's one thing, but also money on hand. You get what I mean? If you money on hand, you can do your spending, and that's that becomes more value. But uh, money that's tied up in something else, it's it's doing the work of something else. So if I want to change my money, I want it in my hand now. I just do the conversion right now. This is the kind of same the same kind of thinking where I think when people would queue behind like a MEPS uh, ATM so that they don't have to... No, no, they, be, they would find the ATM specifically for their bank. Yeah. So they don't have to pay the extra one ringgit. Yeah. But the queue is longer. Yeah. So I'm like, what is this shit? What are you doing? You're wasting money standing around. So, but then they'll take my one dollar, Moose. But you don't you value your time more? Mm. Don't you want to pay... I, dude, I would pay two ringgit to somebody to leave my room sometimes. I what? Mean, I, I don't... I've never done that. What I mean right. is, that's the value I want for my own, you know... 
my my <laughs> patience and the time I have and the whatever. Yeah, because actually, thing. you know what, bank fees. That's like say what you want. Banks they make a lot of money, right? Yeah. But bank fees because there's so many transactions in the world, mm. they they can make a lot of money. Yeah. <clears throat> but individually, as a person. You're not gonna be broke by spending the extra two dollars to convert. No, and that's the thing. Like, okay, listen. If you think, that I remember. Okay, one thing what? I remember. Every time I come to uh, Malaysia, my mom always like always like exchange money here. Don't go to like ATM in Malaysia and draw because mm. the exchange will like screw you over or whatever. Sure. I'm like, yeah, but but how many dollars though? Like, yeah, are you gonna suddenly become bankrupt by this action? Yeah, are so you, like, so if I run out of money in Malaysia, do you want me to come back to Singapore exchange and then go back to Malaysia? This is the kind of like like financial tips, quote unquote, <laughs> that I feel is kind of whatever the fuck. Because like, okay, how do I say this? People love like nickel and diming their financial tips. Mm. Like, yo, get these coupons to do this, save money on this. Oh you God, buy just now, this. I ate KFC, got matchy with a voucher book. <laughs> She was like <laughs> waiting in line, and then she's tearing out the little vouchers to buy the meal, the coupon. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw, and then the meal. I think it said like like uh, like nine ringgit something like the meal. Yeah. I looked at the menu. It was like I think like twelve, thirteen ringgit. Yeah. Like it's five ringgit. Bro. It's five ringgit though. You get what I mean? I it's guess. the same. You you can say it's five ringgit. And also, you can say the same thing. It's five ringgit, though. It's, I, it's I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it depends on everyone's uh, individual circumstances. Exactly. This yeah, is what yeah. I mean. Like you, when you nickel your damn, they can yeah, yeah. Your just saying, like she did it. Like to her, I, th- I guess the the money saved was more worth it than the time spent. Yes. Holding on to it for her. Yes. Like, for me, I would rather just spend the money, like spend it now instead of having to go around finding that voucher. Yeah. In my house somewhere. If I have a coupon, yeah. I would use it. If a coupon is already in my hand, I yeah. use it. Uh, is is the thing of uh like this is good. It's good, listener, to think about how you're saving money and stuff. But there's also like the micro, the micro versus macro of it. Nah. Like I know if I save my brain space and I save my time and I really am precious with what I do with 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 my energy, I can deliver better output. I have more time to think about what I'm doing in my day to day to plan my bigger moves to get bigger money, right. because. Uh, the small small things are little headaches that cost your brain space mm. and for some people this is the only time that they can be able to manage their money and they would feel some autonomy over it they have a sense of ownership over the savings and they get to feel like they're saving a lot of money that's good that's also things that's worth that is of value to you yeah. and if you are very good at saving your money in this kind of little blips, micro level yeah blips yeah. and pips uh, all power to you and I keep hearing these tips from you know adults or whatever in my life too oh, hey you better see if this what I never hear is them telling me okay here's where you need to invest in or here's what you need to think about in the next 10 years here's kind of you know what I mean like nah. don't do this bonds and stocks go go over this don't do forex this way do forex that way very rarely because these are they're not playing that game I gotta I gotta ah, make better friends who are doing bigger investment yeah. moves because like then the, the, so the, the risk money. you made they spend a lot of money to make money because that's what they say like spend money yes. to make money yeah. right so then they're buying in, like stocks they're buying like different they put their money in different yes. like, areas to make to make the money return to them yeah but you know I'm not in the income bracket like, I'm not that I can't play that game I understand what you mean when you say this like I remember thinking of this because when I was because uh, like, to me I, I spend money all the time but not not <laughs> Like none of it is coming back. I understand. Like I, <laughs> I remember thinking like that when I was a student. I may not be able to play this kind of big boy games, but I also remember that because of that, I need to use my first few years of working to build the fuck you money, which is the the. I remember the first few years, hell, I hated my job. I hated what I was doing a lot of the time. It, uh, the job was good still. It's just that the work was hard, and I know this is important to do. So that I can bank in my money. I still live like a student while I was still earning a lot. Ah. So that I can bank in a lot. So that I have the money to be able to not worry about getting fired. And ah, when I, okay, and, yeah, and yeah. I saw this like, uh, I, we probably talked about this, the Malaysian pay gap uh, Instagram. Yeah. Do you, you know about this? No, not really. There's a Malaysian pay gap Instagram where people share anonymously uh. their pay slips and what job they have. So that people know what kind of market, what kind of job, what, what kind of salary they deserve and what kind of financial moves they can make. So this is a really big move towards salary transparency. And this might have something to do with the grab blackout as well because people uh. can see what other people are making. There's a 17-year-old making like 14K a month doing like a back-end programming for a company in this. Yeah, and people in, like, in I might as well do that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So people are more transparent with their earning power or whatever. Because actually, to be fair, uh, I think I read something or I watched uh, like a like a thing on it where there's no real advantage to you keeping your financial statements not financial statements lah, but your salary. salary yeah 
Because like You're Keeping your salary what? Secret Okay yeah Yeah keeping my salary secret Because Salary wise every, When you and your co-workers Talk money Yeah it then when it comes to like renegotiations, everyone knows the information, and yes. they're not like you know black like lowballing you shit like yeah, that. Yeah, nobody's getting fucked over, nobody's and nobody's getting, getting overpaid for the little work. Everybody gets to be compensated fairly. So this Malaysian pay gap when your Instagram comes out, yeah. and then there's one guy who was asking help from everybody because he was being retrenched uh, and on short notice. Everybody helped him out, you know, figure out how to get money from unemployment, whatever, whatever. My thing was, wait, why doesn't he have any fuck you money? That was weird to me. People are living paycheck to paycheck at this yeah. level of, of working, but then also have to understand that. But I'm also like aware that. People may not be earning at the level where they can think about this, mm. you know. And in a sense, I'm lucky to think about money a lot when I was in 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 high school, in secondary school, so that I know I need to have a lot of fucking money to be able to do the kind of job that jobs that I want to do and get good at the specific things that I want to be good at, right. so that I can be paid doing some silly bullshit, <laughs> like you know, writing jokes about soup. Yeah. So that it, it's it's not easy to get. I I had to do a lot of bullshit, and I had to I had to really be careful with my money, and you know, and at some and and that means unless unless you're yeah. really you're willing to accept living with nothing, uh, and just and just doing the jokes, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> yeah, but that's an option that I know is possible. I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no one really wants to do that. Is is the last like it's not safe. One, 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 one worst case yeah. scenario. That's one, the worst. One case thing scenario, is, yeah. it isn't safe, and we know with COVID, so many jobs are actually mm. not safe. So, so what I what I mean to say is, if we can, if you listener are taking any finance tips from me, I used to write for a finance website, Got it. and. That's is, defunct. Is uh, what? that's defunct now? <laughs> what the website? Yeah, is it? No, it's I still, don't know. It's still running. It's making way more money. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. Since I left, <laughs> yeah, because you kept telling everyone to like, you know, earn fuck you money and no, eat as little as possible. Yeah, yeah, it's true though. Let try to like if you don't have any commitments, meaning you don't have a family or you don't have a car yet, try your best to like live below your means and then earn way more. Have at least a full year's worth of salary in the bank and don't fucking touch it. Don't touch it. So that... How hard that is for people... I know it's hard for me as well. Tiny shoes, bro. Yeah, nah. See, you lose the shoes, guys. Stop it. So do that for the first couple of years. Once you get that, you get that that save money. Use that money to roll, invest in stuff you want to invest in, and you know you don't have to think about this. Think think about how much time your money can save and use the time that you have because time yeah. is the non-renewable resource, yes. bro. You can but, always get okay. money. But if you money enjoy owning money. shit, just buy shit. I don't know. That's my financial. Thing. That's like, fine. I'm saying if, like if you find more joy in. Buying stuff. shit, yeah. I, I'm not saying yeah, I'm not yeah, against yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying because for most, his enjoyment he gets is from the writing of the jokes. Yeah, and that only comes with the freedom of knowing he has this fuck you money. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So but, yeah, but everyone's also, life is different. Do whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. This is all true. This is correct. Yeah. I'm saying this because of the conversion thing that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're talking. About yeah, really. because if you if you want to convert money and you know it's just little cents, cents. I mean, are you really gonna rack your brain over this? Or you well, just gonna I did, enjoy I, your I, Do you know of this like YouTube channel? I think like Mr. Money or like. Malaysian is a Malaysian YouTuber. Yeah. Right? And then he did like a thing, a video of is living in Malaysia or KL cheaper than living in Singapore? Right? And it's then cheaper KL. Dollar for dollar uh-huh. cheaper in Singapore. Wait, what does that mean? Dollar for dollar means like Singaporeans spending Singapore money and Malaysian spending Malaysian ringgit in Malaysia. Okay, all right. Not like, comparing like, 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 the currencies. Yeah, yeah. Then yes, yeah, the for day to day life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more it's cheaper because like we would earn like if you're Average income, I think like four, I think the average income is like 4.5K. Yep. Right? Yeah. You could live in Singapore more comfortably because of public transport, all yes. of this, that like you save way more money than in Malaysia yeah, yeah, yeah. where you might have to have a car and stuff like yeah. that. And ringgit for ringgit, like I didn't think about it until I watched that video because I only, every time I see a price in ringgit, I convert yeah. it back to dollars. You're like, oh, that's and cheap. I'm like, oh, that's cheap. Yeah. No, but if you earn ringgit and spend money here, you're fucked. Dude, five ringgit for a drink. A bottle of like a drink. It's crime. It's stupid expensive. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, it's one fifty. Bro, yeah, I was. I thought he was saying, you know, just living, meaning you. He's not. He's not factoring in the amount of money earned because I was thinking earn in Singapore and spend here. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's the major savings. That's the yeah. That's the bigger saving. Like yeah. my friends who live here now, who are from Singapore, yeah, and still earning Singapore dollars, yeah. yeah. 
kings. E- easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like life is just chill. Easy. They barely look at their bank account. <laughs> they, if they make an average amount of 4K, yeah. they're having like 12,000 ringgit here a month to just chill. spend. Yeah. It's pretty chill. They're, they are half a step away to, to earning like ministry money. Dude, there was a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name because I don't think he wants to be known. But like, I met him uh, one of the first few times. Like, when I came here and he picked me, me and him, we went to all the same schools and like, yeah. he was at, like in a four-room flat. I was in a five-room flat. So my uh, family was a little better off, like well off. Right, right. right? And this guy started his own business, everything in Singapore, did okay. Had a comfortable life in Singapore. Nice. And then he started doing business in Indonesia, started doing business in Malaysia. And then he married a Malaysian woman and now he lives in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Right? Finally saw him after like seven, eight years. Motherfucker shows up in a Mercedes. Yeah. I'm like, yo, how the fuck <laughs> did this happen? I'm like, bro, conversion rate, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's mad because he's still earning Singapore dollars. Earning Singapore, spending oh Malaysia. Oh my god, it's that's, m- that's the crime. Yeah, yeah, that's the move. So if you can do that, do that. Yeah, if you can do that, of yeah. course. Uh, if you can avoid uh, earning in Malaysia ringgit and living in Singapore, yeah, avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Yeah, then I don't know what you're doing with your life. You made the worst decision ever. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like me, and if you value a lot of time, if you want more time and freedom to have yeah. peace of mind and have better space, headspace to think about what you want to do with your life, you know, spend money to earn time. Spend because, money to earn time. Because yeah. time is the one non-renewable resource. Money you can always get paid for. So, money, yeah. You can't. No one can pay you in time. No, literally nobody. But you can always lose uh, time. Pay to get le- to get more time for yourself. Ah, then I think well, one more thing that were like uh, so there was a there was also like a protest I guess hmm. recently at uh the court in Malaysia. Wait, we're doing all Malaysian news. Oh yeah, you want Singapore news? Okay, I Singapore mean, news. You know what? The only <laughs> Singapore news I have is what Singapore's Singaporeans are coming to Malaysia. That's all in the time. <laughs> You're here. That's the news. Yeah, that was, yeah. Hey, I'm no, here. It's, it's National Day weekend, bro. National Day in Singapore is on the, the 9th. 9th of yeah, August. Yeah. Can uh, you tell me the significance of Rishi Budrani? Yes. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, okay. Doing the national... Yo, okay. Tell he, everybody okay. everything because they don't know anything. If yeah. you don't know, if you, and, and you can have the ability to watch on the 9th of August, the Singapore National Day Parade, please watch it because Rishi Budrani is now one of the four main hosts of the show. That is... In terms of uh, viewing eyes of Singapore TV programming, uh-huh. usually the most like right, every right, year right. people yeah, the, people yeah. watch that. Every Singapore is mandatory, right? You have to. You have to watch. You have to watch. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they 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 send a. It's a legally mandated. They, right, they yeah. send a guy to every house to make sure yeah, you're on yeah, and you stand during the pledge. <laughs> you have to put your hand on your heart. You have to say the pledge. So Rishi Budrani is <laughs> one of the is the the horsemen of yes, of the Singapore, Singapore comedy scene. Comedy scene. Yeah, He's yeah. Uh, one of the sons of Singapore uh-huh. and daughter. I guess like if you count the four mean like guys grow like since stand up started in Singapore is Rishi. Who are, yeah, Rishi, his wife Sharul, Jingxio, yep. and Fakafaz. And Fakafaz, yeah. yeah. So those are the four pillars of like the first crop of stand up yeah. comedians. And Rishi is the first stand up comedian who's doing this, right? Is yes. He? So yeah. uh they usually get uh four hosts to represent all the four different races. Because uh-huh. Singapore, Kota, shit like yep. that, right? So they hired Rishi this year and Sorry, there's the four different races? Others? That's a race, what? Malay, Chinese, Indian, others. Okay. Okay, like or, Eurasian. In Singapore's context, you usually get a Eurasian guy. Ew. Right? Gross. So Rishi is the first ever stand-up comedian mm. to be uh, hired to be a host for... You know, he's gone through a lot of shit because you can't really say a lot. That is the most propaganda of propaganda government or like government-censored yeah. show. Yeah. Uh-huh. And for him to be accepted to do that through his art form, which is stand up, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a big deal. Yeah, he doesn't do. He's a stand up, stand up guy. He doesn't do like yeah movies or, or he doesn't. Series. He acts like he acts. He acts. He acts oh, he in does. local productions. Oh, okay, he acts. Okay, okay. But it's through stand up where he got at all of this. Of, yeah, right? he started. He started with stand up. Yeah. He started with stand up, and then he got that. He does. You check out his thing, Rishi Report. Fucking mm-hmm. like love it because it's like it's like a desk kind of show talking about the news and stuff. Yeah, which is still comedy. Dope. He was on the panel show with Sam. Okay, Chop. The first, yeah, Okay, Chop. The first like comedy panel show in Singapore in that in that sense. Mm. And then now he's hosting the fucking National Day, which is the biggest thing because it's the biggest gig lah every year. Yeah. You know, and they never got. They usually get like radio people or TV people. Nice. And it's a cool thing. He he's hosting it 9th of August. Obviously, you have to watch it because mm. you have to lah. You're Singaporean. You know. Yeah. It's man- <laughs> It's mandatory, but it's uh it's cool to see. Fucking, I'm, I'm fucking happy for him, bro. It's insane. It's That's insane. nice. Because now, like, if he said it, I think for one of the interviews, I'm, I'm like, might be misquoting him, but he's doing it for all the 
Because no one thought it was possible as a stand-up comedy. Like you never thought like you'll be accepted hmm. on like mainstream other than because you have to play their game. But they let they they do they let you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Uh, Rishi White like on the, for the because okay, here's the thing: people don't know about National Day outside of Singapore, I guess, or even people on the inside. The National Day itself is not organized, or the parade itself is not done by like MediaCorp or it's done by the military. What? It's done by MINDEF, the Ministry of Defense. Weird. Because the parade itself is to show off the weapons, our artillery and all that. <laughs> it's a propaganda like peace, you know what I mean? But for defense. Yeah, it's the Ministry of Defense. And then they, so mm. like some jokes you have to go through them or like okay. hosting things you have to go through them. And it's like, it's yeah. a different ball game when it's not like an auntie from IMDA yeah. and it's a high ranking fucking officer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in a fucking green but uniform. But Rishi got through. Rishi got through. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, so congrats nice. to Rishi. Uh, man, I can't wait to watch because I'm, I'm going back uh, on the 8th mm-hmm. just so I can watch the National Day on the 9th because that's I, I need to, like, if not then I lose my citizenship. <laughs> I have to go home to watch yesterday to keep a hold of my passport and my IC. You know, this is. I hope the fact that he is a stand-up comedian gets highlighted in some way when he's hosting. Hopefully, like I want to see that you know the, 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 when they do the cue cards at the bottom. Yeah, that they say stand-up comedian. Yeah, Rishi Budani stand-up, stand-up comedian. comedian. I want to see that. If I see that, I'm like, at least that's eyes on like what a, that that's a profession. People yeah. get to see that as a and, profession. And, this time when you go into an open mic or whatever as a show, people go, oh yeah, it's time to call me. Nice, like Rishi, the guy who's the National nah. Day. This is good. Meanwhile, in Malaysia, <laughs> <laughs> the one purpose built, Tamil <laughs> Club gets painted over. Yo, man. And nah. the one dude who's been like breaking his back, making a name for the scene, yes, yeah. is, is a pariah now. He's got I his drove family. Past, bro. Yeah. I went through, I went to KL, I drove past the crack house. You drove bro. past the crack house, yeah, and I saw paint on the wall on yeah. the sign of the crack house. I know. I saw something Yusuf screaming. I didn't lie. I didn't see something <laughs> Yusuf screaming. Bad. <coughs> but, but it's like, ah, oh, man. But you know what? Come to Singapore. There's a new comedy club in Singapore if you want some spots. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring the monkeys there if you want. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't they're, know. They're having variety shows right now every Thursday. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. If yeah. ever I get to be traveling again, I'm still busy with the writing right now. But oh, yeah. I'm open to performing. You know, I still I book myself on the walk here between the car and here. I book myself for a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always working. Yeah, always working. So uh, yeah, okay. I came here didn't book a single thing. <laughs> yeah, you could have. You could just. No. You plan how long ago did you plan to come here? Uh oh, I mean, uh, the planning June. part. It was since June. I want to yeah. come. You could have like booked the thing. You could have like, hey, let's do something on the weekend or whatever. But every time I was, no, because every time I was going to book, like when I talk about it in June, I was going to come up in July. Yeah. And then July happened and I couldn't make it. Yeah. So when I thought about coming, it went to August. Yeah. So it was like a month. Each, so like I didn't have time. From to July, you gotta, if you come up in July, you got to book something, bro. Someone, someone's got to organize shit for me. Tonight has, you just tell me and I'll call, make some calls <laughs> and we do some shit. You lazy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Listen, uh, it, it hurts more when it's in person, most. <laughs> It's you're, because it's, it's realer. It's you can actually more. see me upset at you. Because <laughs> you know how talented you are. So many people have your back. Ah, Rishi himself, yes. so disappointed. Everyone, yeah. ah, fuck, people love me. I get it, okay? Yeah. I'm disappointing everyone. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you're disappointing uh. everyone except for when they listen to this show. Because yeah, you do yeah, this yeah. show every every week consistently. And that's yeah. good. And thank you for listeners. Yeah, thank you everyone uh, listening. Uh, also, I think like, this is the end of the episode for this week. Yeah, good. Yeah, so... Support Kamaru. Go yeah, to, support me. Go to uh, Ad Kamsha. Ask him to do more shows. Ask him. Just force ask him. me. Yeah, just go ahead, come. Do my my venue. Just, just transfer me money, then I feel obligated to perform for you. F- <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. No, don't do that. Because he'll yeah. just sit on the money. Yes. That's not the vibe. Just tell him. Just tell give him me want you to I'm do happy, more I'm happy enough people give me their time. That's all I want. <laughs> Because as we know, time is the most valuable thing as we learn from most episodes. So give me your time. You, oh every God. week, the listeners, you give us an hour of your time and we appreciate <laughs> that shit. That's worth more than any money you can give me. So thank you. Yes, if you like the show, rate us on the... Uh, on the uh, Spotify's. Spotify's and the iTunes. And, and the leave, iTunes. A, leave a comment on there. If you have any questions or topics you want us to talk about, go to at How to Malay Pod. We yes, have a new, on Instagram. We have a new Instagram now. There is where you can uh, drop in all your inbox messages or whatever. If you want any ideas, we look at all if of them. topics you want us to talk about or like news articles that you, um, you might not... You really saw that way that you really want us to cover. Yeah. Or if you've got questions, you know, if you want to ask is more, is more single... Like that, you can ask that on uh, how to Malay pod on Instagram. 
if you want to ask me about my relationship status or try to get into the DMs, there is a tier of subscription you can go to over on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. That's where you will reply that shit. Okay. <laughs> Patreon.com slash pinball monkeys. You go there and then you message me there and then, you know, uh, I'll, I'll lead you into the room where the magic happens. Yeah, for me, uh, we don't have shows uh, currently uh, going on, but we're planning some shit. But please, if you're listening to it this week, on the 12th and on the 13th, a close friend of mine, Jackie Ng, is headlining the Lemon Stand, a new comedy club there in Singapore. Uh, his first headline set over at that spot. I already did mine a couple of weeks ago. Thank you to everyone that came through. But yeah, support Jackie. He, he's doing really well, doing some real funny shit. Oh, uh, also, the 12th and 13th, uh, support yeah, Jackie yeah. on Lemon Stand. Sorry, Jackie and Lemon Stand, 12th and 13th August, yes. yeah? But also, also, um, uh, I just want to plug the show of uh, one of my buddies who I've been helping out during his hour. Uh, one gentleman by the name of Gajan Nad. Hey, if Gajan. you know him, Gajan is my boy. Uh, we've been uh, working on his hour called Professional Mixed Breed. And he will be doing his dates on the 12th and 13th August. And Friday and Saturday, 26th and 27th August as well at PJ Pack. So if you want to go to the PJ Pack one, it's 26th, 27th August. If you want to go to the Penang one, it's 12th and 13th August. It's Gajanad. If you like him, you already know his socials. He's big on the Instagram and on LinkedIn. Yes. Weirdly. LinkedIn's so, favorite Malaysian comedian. LinkedIn's favorite uh, Chindian comedian. Chindian comedian. <laughs> Every time his description gets more and more specific. So yeah, go support Gajanad. He's doing shows as well, 12 yeah. and 13th August and 26th, 27th August. Yeah, get your tickets. Uh, thank you so much for listening to another week of the How to Malay Pod. We will see you guys next week. Bye.